Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All of one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hi there, you're listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast. I'm Kendra Adachi, and I'm here to help you be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. Today is episode 177, The Lazy Genius Plans a Day. You might already be excited for this particular topic, so cool, welcome. But if you need a little convincing that it's worth spending an entire podcast episode thinking about how to plan your day, Remember that starting small matters. Small moments matter. Small choices matter. The author Chris Bajalian wrote, Life is filled with small moments that feel prosaic until one has the distance to look back and see the chain of large moments they unleashed. There's just something really special about paying attention to our small moments and intentionally making small choices, like how we plan a day, a single day. Now, as usual, I'm not going to give you my single day and tell you to copy it. I'm not even going to tell you what should be included in your day. This is not a one-size-fits-all situation. It rarely is. We're going to quickly work through a lens that you can use to plan your day, any day, in any circumstance. It's incredibly simple and maybe even simplistic if you don't try it first, but we often overcomplicate things before we even start, thinking that if it's not some giant multi-step process or it doesn't have charts or whatever, that it can't possibly work. No, the opposite is true. Small steps matter. So we'll start small and stay focused on what matters to you about your day. So the lazy genius way of planning your day involves, ready, flags, chairs, and bunting. I'm serious. Uh, Word pictures are such a delight. And that's what we're going to do today. But let's start first where we should always start. What matters? Name what matters about today or tomorrow if you're planning your day the night before. Name what matters. Is it that you finish a project that's due? That you spend time outside because it hasn't been cool and beautiful in weeks and you want to enjoy it? That you go to sleep before 10? That you have that conversation with that loved one about that thing? That you don't snap at your kids in so much as that you have the power to do so? What matters about today? The reason you ask this every day is because the answer will change every day. No day will look exactly like the one before. Different things matter to different people and different seasons. What mattered on days that I had two kids under two at home versus what matters lately, having all the medium kids, what we call the medium kids, and they're home with different needs and schedules and different personalities, like those answers are different. 
So I don't think I have to convince you about this, right? There is just tremendous value in daily asking yourself, what matters most about today? Now, if you want to categorize it a bit, I ask three versions of this question at the start of every week and sometimes every day. I shared this on IGTV a while back, so this might sound familiar. What matters in my schedule? What matters in my home? And what matters in my soul? If I were to tell you to just ask what one thing matters every day and you answer paying the bills, but your kid is also sitting there in front of you wanting to play, you feel like a turd saying that paying the bills matters, right? But it does matter. I mean, paying bills on time is something that enhances many aspects of your life. It is an important thing to do. So sometimes it helps to put loose categories around what matters so that you feel permission to put deadlines and non-relational stuff on the forefront too, not just connecting with people. So once you have named what matters most, plant your flags. That's your next step, flags. Flags mark the things in your day that are fixed. You definitely have a doctor's appointment at 9.30. That's a flag. You definitely have a grocery pickup at three. That's a flag. You definitely need to eat lunch for real today because you keep skipping it and feeling cranky and tired by the time you hit the three o'clock grocery pickup. Okay, that's a flag. So plant your flags. Mark the times of day that are fixed and or I guess like immovably important. They might not be as, as attached to a time, but their importance is fixed. Now you can do this digitally in your calendar app, you know, putting the flags like in their own color. You can do that in your planner where you highlight the flags once you've named and written them down. Mark your flags in whatever way helps the most and helps you see them as flags if you can to distinguish them. Now, here's why. There are two things that are helpful about flags. Number one, flags give context to your day. They offer a loose path from one thing to the next. You know you've got to get to that next flag, right? Now, like how you get there or how quickly you get there, it kind of depends, but you have a context within which to make your choices. So it's nice to see the flags as a separate thing from the rest of your stuff. So everything doesn't carry the same urgency or lack of urgency. Just an opinion, but uh, setting them apart somehow, I think it just really, really helps. And then number two, flags help you see when you have too many flags. If you have a day full of flags of immovable things, especially when they're really close together, you can make better decisions about how to still be a person in a day like that. Maybe you'll start to notice why you're more tired than you want to be. So flags, whether a color on your calendar or highlighted in your planner or written on a whiteboard or scribbled on a post-it note, like whatever, they help you see when you're doing too much. Our days can only be filled with so many immovable things. Side note, I think this is one of the reasons why moms at home with kids are so tired right now. I mean, we all have reason to be tired. Kids are no kids. I'm not trying to idolize moms here. But most of the moms that I know, they are living in a life of flags. We've got our flags and everyone else's flags. We've got the emotional burden of everyone else's flags too. And when there are too many flags, you feel the weight of it. So flags are helpful in giving context to your day, but they also help you see where you need to change a thing or two to keep yourself from drowning in flags. It's too much to like not have a little white space here and there. 
which leads us to the next part, chairs. Park your chairs. Now that you have your flags planted, park a few chairs where you can in between them. Maybe it is mentally blocking off an hour in the afternoon to listen to music and make dinner while your kids kind of float in and out from the yard or the table that's covered in glue and construction paper, you know. That's a place you're going to park and just be. It might be the way that you imagine it, you know, with like a grateful, tiny smile on your face. You know, that smile when you're just like, this is a good moment. With that smile on your face and your kids are magically getting along perfectly. Or it might be chaos and dinner is more rushed. But because you parked your chair there, you're more mentally prepared for whatever happens. You're there no matter what. You're sitting in that space, doing that thing, no matter how it goes. The thing about chairs is that whenever you're parked, like whatever you're doing, it's actually not as essential as the flags. Like if you park your chair, again, metaphorical parking of a chair, but if you park your chair in the space of dinner making, but something happens where you don't get things prepped for what you were going to cook and you end up, you know, just boiling water again for another night of spaghetti, that's fine. The end result doesn't change where your chair is parked. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. I don't know if you've checked out my website lately, but she just got an upgrade and we did it with Squarespace. With Squarespace, it is so easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. My team recently updated our Squarespace site to use Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. It's seriously so cool. It's mobile layout display. It lets us see what people see on their own mobile devices as we make edits and updates. And 78% of you visit the site on your mobile device. So making sure what you see looks and performs the way it's meant to matters to me. If you want to build a new website, try out Squarespace. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash lazy genius to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've been lazy geniusing things for a lot of years now, but one thing that's at the root of almost every challenge we solve is a desire for more time. We want to get out the door in the morning, get dinner on the table, get all of our tasks done quickly so we have more time. The question is, time for what? The best way to add more time into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. 
For me, therapy helped me uncover what matters to me, the things I want to spend my time on so I can feel like myself more often. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TheLazyGenius today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TheLazyGenius. This episode is sponsored by Pros. I started using Pros because of a podcast ad over three years ago, and my hair has never been happier. Your hair and skin can sway your mood, it can impact your days in ways that you cannot underestimate. That's why Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. I love my Made for Kendra shampoo and conditioner formulas more than any other products I've ever tried on my hair. With Pros, it's easier to care for my hair and feel confident in how it looks daily. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash lazy genius. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash lazy genius. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash lazy genius. Now, okay. If you can imagine, if you can imagine a yard, okay, like lots of green, pretty trees, the backyard of Nora Ephron's dreams, basically, and you imagine your flags and chairs in chronological order of your day, right? They're kind of along the hours. You'll get an idea of what we're going for here, if you can imagine that. So if your day is flag after flag after flag without any chairs, without any chances to relax into whatever you're going to try to do, um, without any place to sit, without any released expectations of what's going to come out the other side, where a chair where you can literally sit, because sometimes I get to the end of the day and I sit on the sofa and I think, dude, this is the first time I've sat down that wasn't to eat or pee. We need chairs. We need chairs. We need the flags and the chairs to be spaced out a little. So if you can see one day as a circle, almost like a clock, notice how distributed the flags and chairs are. Is it a clumpy day? Does a chair not show up until the end of the day? That's when you bring in the bunting. Bunting is your third and final step. It's what exists between the flags. You know, you hang it from flag to flag. You can imagine it. And it like gently hangs over the chairs, you know, what does your bunting need to look like today? Bunting is sort of the joy. It's like the through line of the whole day it connects the whole thing. Is your bunting music that keeps you like buoyed on a pretty flag heavy day? Is the bunting a stack of mindless tasks that need to get done, but they can get done in random order as you have time between your flags or while you're sitting in a chair? Is your bunting a mantra that you need to repeat all day to keep you from not drowning in all your flags? Is your bunting another human who's sharing the load with you as you go about your day? Basically, what's the connective, life-giving, joyful thread through your day? Bunting hangs from point to arbitrary point, right? It's just a simple thing, like real bunting in real life. It's just a simple thing to hang at a party or in your living room that gives just a sweet bit of joy. Our days need metaphorical bunting. 
we're not burning the flags or ignoring the chairs. We're just noticing that our days are filled with all three things. We have elements that have to happen. They just have to. There's no real way out of it, right? Those are our flags. We also have other stuff that needs to happen, like laundry and making dinner and experiencing rest that are important every single day, but they're more flexible. Those are our chairs. So we all have those things to plant and park, those flags and chairs all throughout the day. But what is really nice is to have those threads of joy to propel us through, to connect all those things together, to have bunting. Now, listen, the goal here isn't some perfectly balanced day of equally distributed flags and ample seating and perfect bunting. Like your days are going to be different from day to day. Lots of flags, one flag, bunting hung well in tension at the start of the day and then dragging in the mud by the day's end. Evil wicker chairs instead of, you know, chase lounges. But this image of flags, chairs and bunting, it helps me personally put stuff in the right place. There's a principle in the lazy genius way of putting everything in its place. Most of the chapter talks about your stuff, you know, like your plates and jackets and kids toys and stuff. But putting everything in its place extends far beyond your stuff. Putting your to do list in its proper place is so helpful, like mentally naming what's a flag and what's a chair. It takes the pressure off the chairs. It helps you focus on the flags. Paying attention to how you can incorporate a thread of joy through your days, you know, through the bunting, it's, it's just such a nice place to put that, um, that new album that you've wanted to listen to, or that sunshine that you've been meaning to take advantage of. Like, if fall sunshine is your bunting, let's say on a particular day, you park your chair outside, you roll the windows down on your way to your next flag. You see what I'm saying? Now, I realize some of you might think I'm talking in riddles, and I'm very sorry for rumpelstiltskinning you, but planning your day in a concrete way, you know, just it just doesn't stand the test of time. Even the, uh, those ideas of like eating the frog, you know, which that's the thing of uh, doing the thing you hate the most first, or marking your big three that you want to get done, or whatever other productivity hacks you've run across, those things, they just don't always work. I remember when I was a stay-at-home mom without a job and tiny humans, and I would hear people talk about their big three each day and be like, I, I mean, I have, I have big nothing except big exhaustion. You know, productivity, it just looks so different for people based on personality and stage of life. And also we put so much emphasis on productivity as the chief marker of our days. If we didn't get anything done, the day was a waste. But I think seeing your day this way, I mean, it it can just help us shift that narrative and that focus because the goal is to embrace what matters to you, to ditch what doesn't, and then get stuff done within that context. Flags get stuff done. You get stuff done while sitting in your chair. But the goal is to feel like a person at the end of the day, not to have more lines through your task list. Or have a house that's clean, even though you have two babies at home and can't imagine cleaning a bathroom at all right now. Like we just get so distracted by what doesn't matter because we're letting everything hold equal weight and be in the wrong place. So the lazy genius plans a day by naming what matters, planting flags, parking chairs, and hanging bunting. 
Think through what that can look like for you day to day. Every day does not have to be the most productive ever. I have a saying, which that sounds weird just to say I have a saying, uh, but I have a saying that uh, don't judge every day against your best day. We think that if we have a day where, you know, everything gets done, we're, we're clean, like we feel cute. We didn't stress eat or yell at a kid. The house is relatively picked up. Nobody complained about dinner. We're actually smiling at the end of the day. You know, all those things that we think are supposed to exist in a regular day. When that doesn't happen every day, we blame ourselves and say we don't have it together. And that's just not a thing. Don't judge every day against your best day. And, you know, maybe as I say that, I think maybe we should amend the saying in the first place. Stop thinking that that's your best day. Use a different word than best. Best is already comparing your days to each other, which is a recipe for disaster. It's kindness every single day. So maybe it's don't judge every day against your most productive day. Optimization is not the goal here. Being a person is the goal. You can get stuff done with that being the goal. But starting in the right place with what matters will put your day and its purpose in the right place. And these tools, as silly as they might sound, these flags and chairs and bunting, having these visuals for how you want your day to feel, it can really help with that. And that's how a lazy genius plans a day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so grateful that you listened. And I hope that it encourages you just to think about even today or tomorrow, one single day a little bit differently. Okay, so really quickly before we go, I have a little announcement. So I'm going to be on Instagram Live this Thursday at 1130 a.m. Eastern to show you, wait for it, the holiday docket. So some of you know what the holiday docket is, and uh, you might even have it if you pre-ordered the Lazy Genius Way and you claimed your free Lazy Genius Digital Library because the holiday docket was in that library. But for those of you who don't have the holiday docket or would like to walk through it with me, if you do have it, I'm going to go live on Thursday to show it to you. Now, what is the holiday docket, Kendra? It's the Lazy Genius Guide to Celebrating Well. This time of year is obviously, you know, it's kind of scattered. It's crazy. It's great. But it's also really tiring. It's just a lot. It feels like a lot, October to December. And who knows what the holidays in 2020 are going to look like for us. I want to give you a path to naming what matters about your holidays and then plan the stuff that matters so it doesn't have to get crammed into the cracks. I want to help you say no, come up with family traditions, put the different components of the holidays in the right context for you, basically just help you celebrate in a way that you'd really like to. So the holiday docket will be available on Thursday, October 1st. I will announce it on Instagram and over email. So be sure that you're connected with me in at least one of those spaces. So I'm on Instagram at the lazy genius. And then you can click on the link in the show notes to join the mailing list, or just go straight to the lazy genius collective.com slash join. I love the holiday docket so much. I use it myself. It's the best selling Lazy Genius product by a lot other than the book. Uh, But that's like a different, it's like a different category, I suppose. But it's the best selling of all the digital products I've made. Um, It has just made a huge impact on a lot of your lives. I love that. I love to see so many of you enjoy the holidays in the way that you want to individually. 
And so I'm just really excited to offer it again for this holiday season. So join me Thursday, October 1st on Instagram at 1130 a.m. Eastern time to walk through what's inside. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra, and I'll see you next week. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All of one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.